then next year we'll be celebrating nine years. So we need to make sure we 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 do this thing. And Joe, you need to give us a date that you're gonna come back uh, next month and help us celebrate too. You tell me when, brother. Nine years right. next month, Benny. Man, I can man, that just don't seem real, Benny. I can remember you calling me. Oh, wow. I don't. I don't quite remember like the way you remember it, but anyway, I remember calling. <laughs> but thank you, though. Hey, remember, we are officially we live. <laughs> yeah, I got you now. We appreciate you, Benny. Get with me. Uh, I think y'all making this, this time frame up. I'm not old enough to have been on, on this call for now. <laughs> well, good morning. Good morning, outstanding men of God. Welcome to the National Men's Prayer Call. Just got some great information from uh, one of our leaders here, Brother Benny Franklin, on the National Men's Prayer Call. We'll be celebrating nine years next month. Oh, my God. That's nothing but the grace of God. And we're just thankful that God has blessed us tremendously over these past eight years that we've been celebrating and coming to you on Tuesday and Thursday morning. Uh, not only bringing you prayer, but also bringing you the word of God. God has blessed us with so many outstanding, tremendous speakers from all around the world. We've had gentlemen that's poured into us from Vietnam, uh, Australia, uh, all around, and we, we're just we're just grateful. We we don't take that for granted uh, because God has placed this. Uh, God placed this upon uh, Dr. Kenneth Green's heart eight years ago to start this year National Men's Prayer Call, and we're continue to do what God has placed upon his heart for us to be able to do. And we're just so uh, grateful for this outstanding man by itself. This guy is just a, a wonderful leader. And we just thank God for him, uh, for God, the vision that God had given him for this year. So a uh, minute of God, we're in for a treat to this morning. Uh, we have a gentleman that we on a regular basis pour into us. And we're always grateful to have him because his schedule is so busy but he takes time out to fellowship with us on a regular basis. And we're grateful to have him. You're going to hear more about him coming up here in a few minutes. Uh, meanwhile, I uh, just wanted to share with you that uh, our topic for the month of October, as we wrap up the month of October here, uh, be men of courage. And uh, that is so profound because the word of God wants us, wants us to have the courage the same courage that Moses handed down to Joshua. There's no difference, okay? Uh, so God has already laid out this for us. All we need to do is be obedient and just abide by his word because he says it'll never return void. And, oh my God, I'm just so grateful for this morning. I just thank you for staring up our spirit, man, uh, to let us be able to receive the word of God this morning. And we know that you have blessed us uh, with the man of the hour. And we're just so grateful for him, for his ministry, for all that you're doing in his life. We just ask you to continue to bless him and his family and just, Father, just protect them, Father. So we thank you for them. Uh, men of God, I'm going to go ahead and um, open us up in prayer so I can get this gentleman out of the bullpen because I know he's ready to go. and want to give him an ample amount of time uh, to be able to share it with us this morning. So with that being said, let's go for God here in prayer. The God of Abraham, uh, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. We want to take time out this morning to say thank you for this day, October the 28th, 2021. 
it wasn't promise, but God has made it possible for us. So we want to say thank you this morning for that, Lord. We thank you this morning for all that you're doing, all that you've already done. And Father, we just want to just praise you this morning, Lord. The Bible says if we don't praise you, the rocks will cry out, Lord. But Father, we're not going to allow that to happen, Lord. We're going to praise you. We're going to magnify your holy name because the Bible speaks of you as being king of kings. The Bible says that you're Lord of Lord. The Bible says that you're the first and the last. The Bible says not only that, that you're the shepherd. The Bible says that you are the line of the tribe of Judah. Oh, God, thank you this morning for that, Lord. We, there's so many different affirmations, Lord, that who you are. God, you also said in your word that we're the seed of Abraham. I don't know if you know this now, but if we're the seed of Abraham, oh, God, thank you. There's no weapon formed against us can prosper. Because God has given us the right. He's given us that authority. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you for that, Lord. You, you made this possible for us. So we thank you right now for that, Lord. Oh, God, thank you, Lord, that we have right standing. We're heirs. I don't know if you know what the heirs is. That's no different from the heirs of Rockefeller. Ah, oh, God, thank you for that this morning. Thank you for that. We're heirs of Christ. So thank you for that this morning, Lord. Oh, God, I just, I'm, I'm just so thankful for that this morning, Lord, to know who I am in Christ. We'll take that for granted. We're grateful this morning. And thank you right now for that, Lord, for each and every man to understand their rights. Thank you for that this morning. And Lord, we just praise you. And we thank you that every need is met according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. There's no lack. We thank you for being the provider that you are for each and every man's household. Thank you for that. Thank you for complete healing in each and every man's body. From the crown of his head to the sole of his feet, we bind any attack because the enemy is always lurking. But the devil is a lie and Jesus is the Messiah. So I thank you right now for healing right now. Someone may be believing right now, may have pain in their body. Ask it right now. In the name of Jesus, it's subsided. No weapon will form against you will prosper. I thank you for that. And Lord, I thank you right now for blessing us, Lord, with our helpmate. I'm grateful for our helpmate. Because the word says a house can't stand if it's divided. And two cannot be together except the agree on the word. It is the word of God. Because in the beginning was the word, and the word was God. <laughs> thank you for that. And thank you right now for our offspring. We're grateful for our offspring. Lord, we thank you for your hedge of protection that's covering them, that's going to school, to their workplace, wherever they may be. Thank you for the hedge of protection. And Lord, I thank you right now for those that are the administrative, Lord, those that are seeking daily to watch over, to pour into our youth. Thank you for them, Lord. All around, all the school campus around, thank you for these people. Thank you for the first responders. We don't take them for granted. We know that the enemy is always lurking. So Lord, we just thank you right now for flattening the curve right now. Only you can do it. Man can't do it this, but you can. That's why we put our trust and faith in you and not in man. Ah, thank you for allowing us to be obedient to your word. And Lord, I thank you right now for those that are in need of prayer. Lord, I ask right now that you continue to lift up my friend 
Grace Edwards continue to allow her to get stronger about any attack then maybe try to come against her. Oh no, you're off limits from her. Thank you for completely healing her body. And Lord, I thank you right now also, Lord, for brother Cliff Edwards. Continue to allow him to get stronger and stronger and making progress every day. Thank you for that. And Father, I ask right now, continue to lift up a good friend of ours, Margaret Middleton. I just pray right now, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Allow her breathing capacity to, Father, continue that you want it to be, Lord. And, the, and we thank you for that right now. And Lord, we just give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor that you've already done for us, Lord. And we put our trust and faith in you. And we thank you for this day in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Well, amen, brothers, and amen again. Wow. Benny, that is incredible. We're coming on, on nine years. That's three to the third powers. That means God has, has blessed us in a miraculous and powerful way. And this morning, we are just in for a, a, a treat as we have a co-partner with our ministry, and that is Joe Pellegrino. Joe is an awesome, awesome man of God, and we are honored and privileged to have him to work alongside of us in this vineyard. You know, the word says the, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few, and we're just looking for more laborers to co-partner with us as we move forward, sharing with men the power of prayer and, and, and spiritually enhanced personal development. The word says to renew our minds. Don't be conformed to this world, but re, be renewed by the transforming of your mind. And how do we renew our mind? By getting spiritually enhanced personal development, by being able to come to the throne of grace and to pray and know that our prayers will not be hindered because we're operating, not because we're perfect, but because we're working and walking in the excellent way. So brothers, this morning, we are just just so so privileged and, and and just so pleased to be able to come before you once again and as we begin to start our ninth year of bringing this powerful powerful platform to you so I, i'm not going to give you all the accolades of our, our good friend joe pellegrino but just know this he is uh, the chairman of a nation of a worldwide ministry being able to reach into 30 countries with the power of the liberation, the liberating word of Jesus, who is the Christ. Joe is um, is a is an honorable man. He's a family man. He's a good guy. And he's someone that you want to pray for you and to pray with you and to walk alongside of you. You are who you associate with. So we're associating with giants. And this morning, this giant's going to close out this message on Be Men of Courage. And all five of these mandates are um, were inspired by his new book, The Five Mandates of a Legacy-Minded Man. Ladies and gentlemen, well, gentlemen, <laughs> please welcome Joe Pellegrino. Joe, are you there, sir? Yes, sir, I am. Thank you very much for that, for that, Johnny. I'm so I, I'm always looking forward to to meeting with you, gentlemen. You guys are just awesome, and and I I just praise God for this call. I praise God for this time. But but before we get going, I need to tell you a story. I was 13 years old, and it was in the Jersey Shore, and we were we were in the water, and my friend talked me into going in the water to do this thing called water skiing, which I had never done before. And as he goes first and he shows me how to do it, I'm watching. 
And then his brother goes and I'm watching. And then it's my turn to go in the water. And I, and I jump in the water, you know, a little bit nervous, to be honest with you. And they're telling me to get the skis straight up. And when you get the skis straight up, just give them a wave and they'll start the boat and they'll go. Well, I couldn't get those skis straight. And I got frustrated. So I just told them to go. And when I did, the boat jet yanked and I'm holding on to the cord or whatever it's called. And I did not let go because you see what happened is my legs went that way instead of going that way. And I have my mouth open and the water is rushing in and I'm not smart enough to say, let go of the cord. And all of a sudden I got smart enough and I let go. And when I did, that's when I felt it. I was scared to death because a great white shark came right across the side of my body. And I started screaming, shark, shark, help shark. And I'm, and I'm watching the boat in front of me. I couldn't look down. I'm so scared. And I'm watching the boat turn around, coming back to me and I'm yelling, shark, shark. And the boat becomes in view and I, and I see my friend, his brother and the father all laughing at me as I'm shaking. And the boat came next to me and they took a pole and they pulled the shark out of the water. It wasn't a shark. It was the ski that had fallen off my foot. But as it rubbed against me, it felt like a shark. Guys, do you know why it felt like a shark? Because it was 1975 and I had just watched the movie called Jaws. And here I am in the water with my own Jaws real as real could be but as i've had time over the past hundred years to ponder that i realized one thing i believe the lie i believe the lie there was no shark i simply programmed my mind to believe that i was going to encounter that shark we all know the acrostic that says false evidence appearing real that's fear false evidence appearing real. I could have never lived it more than that particular point in time. It was phony. It was fake. And we, as men of God, Christ-centered, legacy-minded men, live this out on a daily basis, or we have the opportunity to live that out. We, we get caught in fear. And what is fear? Fear is the opposite of courage. And then we have to ask ourselves, what is courage? And courage is not the absence of fear, gentlemen. It is not the absence of being afraid. It is merely the presence of the holy God within us. And that changes everything. When we recognize that God is in us, who can be against us? All fear is of the enemy. Now, there's a healthy fear, we know. It's called reverence to the Lord God. But that's not what we're talking about here, gentlemen. We are talking about a fear that stops us in our tracks. You see, I was stopped in my tracks. How many of you today are being stopped in your tracks because of a fear that is not real, but it's in our mind. It's what people have told us. It's what we've been programmed to believe. We need to recognize that God is a God that we need to have our faith in. He is a God of trust. He is a God that is good to us. And if we simply recognize that faith equals trust, 
and faith and trust working together create that bond that breaks fear. It creates courage. My brother talked about uh, Moses in the beginning, <clears throat> but there was a time in Exodus chapter three where Moses, as we know the story of the burning bush, is called by God to go do something. What is he called to do? He's called to go to Pharaoh and to share with him, let my people go. And Moses, in his fear, starts making up excuses. Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. well, if they ask me who you are, what do I say? And, and I'm, a, I'm a man who doesn't speak well. And then God, I love this passage. So incredibly powerful. In Exodus chapter 4, verse 11, says this. The Lord said to him, who gave man his mouth? Who makes him deaf or mute? Who gives him sight or makes him blind? Is it not I, the Lord? And then God gives a marching order to Moses. And he says, now go. I will help you speak and will teach you what to say. You see, gentlemen, we're living in a world right now where things are upside down. We're living in a world where you rarely see true men of courage. Men of courage are so rare, in fact, that when you see one, it stands out and they make a movie about it because it's so rare. But you know something? Courage starts within it's the opposite of fear. And when we face our fears and we look at fear for what it is, we transform the world because it transforms us from within. You know, being a Christ-centered, legacy-minded man is not for cowards. We need to step up to the plate. And there's several ways that I look at courage. You see, courage is the stock in trade of a man. Courage is what makes us go into the building that's burning when everybody else is running out. Courage is something that we all can have. Every single one of us, whether you're five foot one or six foot seven, I don't care. You can have courage. It's a state of mind. It's a state of being. It's a state of trust, trusting in the one who built us, who created us. He built us, <clears throat> excuse me, not only for success, but he built us for courage. So we need to have courage in the face of danger. If we look at Numbers chapter 13, we see the story of Caleb. And Caleb is, is, uh, is speaking about the Amalekites, who Moses told him to go and explore the land. And he explored the land with several other men. And 10 of the men come back and say, wow, they are powerful, but that, that land is flowing with milk and honey, but we can't overcome them. No, sir, we can't. And Caleb speaks up and he says, my brothers of Israel, we can do this with the power of God. And we know the rest of the story. Caleb and, jo and, 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 and Joshua, they came out of that. They were right. They were defeated. The Amalekites were destroyed. But it took a man to speak up. So we need to be, have courage in the face of danger. We also have to have courage in the face of temptation. Gentlemen, there are so many times where we are innocently looking at something on the web or on our phone and something pops up, something pops up that we did not expect to pop up. And we have a choice to shut it down or to look a little closer. You see, 
there's courage in the face of temptation. And we need to have that courage to stop what we're doing and turn away from what we're looking at because it is a destroyer. It's a deceiver. It's a lie that Satan is putting in front of us to tell us that that's a better world right there. But we have to have the courage to say, no, the world that I live in is the world that God put me in. He saved me for a purpose and I'm on a journey. I'm not going to deviate to the left or to the right. It's courage in the face of challenges. We just witnessed in Louisiana something really powerful. We saw a school that 23 arrests happened because of all fighting, beating up of, of, of our, our fellow friends. And what happens, the men, the fathers of these young men stand up, not only for their own child, but stand up for the fatherless. They stood up and they went on patrol and they stopped the fighting. And nothing happened after that. And that's going on to this day. And I believe because of those, that those men and their courage, we're going to see this all over the country. Dads rising up, men rising up and saying, enough, enough. We have to come together, be strong, be men of courage. And then we've got courage in the faith, face of loss. I have a good friend who just left me yesterday. He lost his wife. He lost his wife about four months ago. And I just hired him to come on to Legacy Minded Men and to also come on to my company, Not Just an Average Joe, to work with me because he's one of the greatest connectors I've ever met. And watching this man after his wife's death, he loved his wife incredibly, deeply, unbelievably. He's had over a million people on LinkedIn alone reach out and follow his story because his story is one of hope. It's one of, of faith and, and, and loving the Lord God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, despite the fact that his wife is no longer here. And he's speaking out for Christ. You know why? Because his wife loved the Lord. He's stepping out in the face of loss. We lose our job. We lose our friend. We lose a, a game and we shut down, we stop. But here's a man who lost the love of his life, but he knew how much she loved Jesus. And that was her entire life. And he said, I will live and speak about the power and the love of Jesus Christ, even though I am facing this loss. And yes, was he afraid when he lost her? Did he fear? Was he angry with God? Yes, yes, yes. But you see, gentlemen, what we pour in will always pour out. And what we needed to do is recognize that what this man poured into himself was a faith and a trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. And even though his beloved wife was taken from him, he knew that he had a rise to the occasion. And my, mark my words, this man will touch a million lives in the next year because of his loss, because God does not waste pain. And then there's courage to explore yourself. You see, every morning we look in the mirror, but we look superficially in the mirror. How many of us actually look deep into the man in the mirror, deep down into our core, what makes us go, the challenges that we face, the, the temptations that we face, and how many of us actually deal with that man and deal with those challenges so that we can step out and be all we can be, that we can take the mask off and show the world who we really are, 
the man God built us to be, because when we do take off that mask and show the world, it becomes an attractive person. You are, you are an attractive player in this play. What is it about that man that allows him to have the confidence and the, and, and, and the faith to step out and show his warts? It takes courage to be a man of God. And finally, courage in the face of suffering. Well, I can't think of anyone who suffered more than the Lord Jesus Christ. And he did it for you, and he did it for me. He did it without complaining. He went as a sheep before the slaughter because he did it with a purpose. And that purpose was to redeem mankind who through him can be saved. Saved from what? Saved from an eternity without God. Now, you could say, that's okay. I don't have God now. Well, if you don't understand what an eternity without God means, I suggest you look deeply into that entire phrase and that entire meaning because it means not good things. It's a challenge that we all have to rise up to and recognize. It's all about courage. So one of my favorite verses is Joshua 1.9, which says, have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged for the Lord, your God will go with you wherever you go. Did you catch that? Wherever you go. Gentlemen, on this call are men of courage. Just on, on your screen right now, the men you're looking at can change the world. The men you're looking at can alter the destiny of many, many people in your sphere of influence and in the entire group of influencers. We can make a difference. Just us, 12 men change the world. There's more than 12 men I'm looking at right now. We can do this. So my question to you is this, what is stopping you from living a courageous life? What is your fictitious jaws that is stopping you in your tracks from being all that God built you to be? A man who's alert, a man who stands firm in the faith, a man of courage, a man of courage. I think if you identify what that roadblock is, I think that once it's broken down, you will see that is, it is without foundation. It is a fear, false evidence appearing real. Turn that into courage. That's a game changer. That's a game changer. God bless you guys. Amen. Amen, Joe. Thank you for that. Uh, well, brothers, <clears throat> Joe brings out a very interesting question. What is the roadblock that is keeping us or preventing us from going to the next level or doing whatever we, we um, believe that God is calling us to do? And it's, it's really kind of interesting because, um, you know, I'm kind of posed with this, uh, a new challenge or a new call um, myself in a lot of places. And, you know, what I think about Joe is uh, in this area of, because I know God says, it wouldn't give you the spirit of fear. Now, gentlemen, what that absolutely means is that 
uh, like Joe said, there is a natural fear that we have, but then there's a spiritual fear as well. And when the adversary comes into your life, when that type of fear comes in, it prevents us from doing something that we were been called to do from a spiritual standpoint. So God said, I didn't give you the spirit of fear that halts you from doing what you've been purposed to do. But instead, I give you the spirit of power, love, and a sound discipline, right? Power. Holy Spirit, love, God, sound discipline, Jesus Christ. He gives you the totality of himself to complete any task he puts before you. Uh, he'll literally give himself to you so to make sure you do it. Now, interesting point, because we talked about Joshua and Caleb. We talked about David and Goliath in there. But I also want to throw in here Peter. Because interesting fact, because Peter... I believe at one point didn't have the courage. You know, he left Christ. He abandoned his position. He went back to doing the same old things that, that he used to do, being a fisherman. He wasn't doing that that well in that case because once he left, but then Christ shows back up and he starts asking Peter something. He asks him, do you love me? Do you really love me? And that's an interesting question because sometimes if my relationship with Jesus Christ isn't the way is supposed to be if I'm not loving him and if I'm not in that space it'll fear a creep in and Jesus is showing us but if you love me enough you'll get over that fear so it might be a love issue do I love him enough do my relationship is strong enough for me to then activate into space that I'm supposed to do it's just another caveat in the story but it it is a beautiful springboard for us to take a look at what is the next level what is the next gear that we supposed to hit and do we have more of course we do you know we are men of courage but we got to do that and it's the ability to do something that frightens us in spite of and 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 that's the thing that that gets us do we have to be more diligent do we have to put more time in what we're doing do we have to learn something new do we have more responsibility put on our shoulders of course but we built for it and i remember the 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 the, the phrase god won't put on more than you than you can handle well you know why because he won't put on more on you than he can handle that's right and so you ain't in this fight by yourself. You always covered with God. And you think about that like a bridge as you holding something up with your shoulders is that, but then he over you, you know, he's spotting you, but he got the, the infrastructure over you. So when you won't collapse. And so what's keeping us, what's keeping us in the same places that, 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 are, that we know we are supposed to traverse from it, it's, it's a, it's, it's a very interesting um, uh, thought, Joe, that you, that you pose, you know, um, men of courage, what's that next level we have we have? So with all that being in mind, gentlemen, even in the spaces that we have in our own ministries, in our own home, in our own workplaces, uh, just how we look uh, of being examples and the testimony that God has done. And when you say when real men show up, they, they it's like a spotlight in a dark room that, 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 that the presence of God is just on them. And we are those men. Amen. And it's time for us to go, you know, feed his sheep. Amen. Amen. So let's pray and we'll get out of here and get this, this, this weekend started. But with that being in mind, please, gentlemen, you know, take that to heart. What's the next level? What more do you have to give for God? Is there another gear that we can hit? And I just submit, yes, 
We can. We can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. And all means all. Yes. Heavenly Father, we come before you right now and we thank you for the opportunity. Father, just simply, as a band of brothers, we come before you thanking you for trusting us enough with the responsibilities you've given us. And to whom much is, to, to who's faithful over little be made faithful over a lot. So Father, we thank you for the possibility of a lot. We, 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 we want you to trust us in places um, maybe we, we hadn't been faithful in before, Father, but we're ready and we're able. And more importantly, Father, we're willing. So we thank you for everything that you've done so far and all the things we're about to do. We ask that you empower us, encourage us, Father, and give us the courage that we need to do all that you've purposed us to do. In your son, Jesus Christ, Christ's name we pray. Amen. 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 Thanks, guys. Awesome word, brother. God bless you, brothers. God bless you. Enjoy you this morning. You brothers have a blessed weekend. Big Ant, love you, bro. Great word, Joe. Appreciate you. Right. Amen. Appreciate you, Joe. Good word, Joe. Good word, Joe.